Welcome back to the But It's Better podcast, where we take two films and we turn them into something non-compassmentous. Today, we are joined by Esther. Hello, Esther. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Becca's Bed. Um, you are your filmmaker, yeah? Mm-hmm. From Napier? Yes. Yeah? Do you want to give a little bit of description about yourself? What yeah. You do? So. Yeah. Uh, so I'm currently in my third year of the BA film program. Uh, I specialise in producing, so I've currently been on many, many sets. Uh, this past week I've been on three, so... Yeah, yeah. It's getting busy with yeah. everyone's schedules. Perfect. And you chose the films Despicable Me and Don't Look Up. Yes. Which I love. The best film. Love. love. <laughs> I actually at one point thought that Don't Look Up might be my favourite film ever. I did too. When I first yeah. watched it, I kept going back and re-watching it because I thought... Mm-hmm. Why did you pick... Film. Is there a particular reason you picked yeah. this? Yeah. I think I was... I was first thinking of picking Despicable Me. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking about, like, what could work well with that. Uh, and I was thinking of saying, like, live action And then I was like, yeah. oh, my God, like... Don't look up. Yeah. yeah. It's about space things. Yeah. Crazy film. Crazy film. I, I just... I The ending of that film is always really, like, insane to me. I do like it. I like... The social commentary and it's great and it's yeah. done very well. And if you haven't seen the film, it, go see it. Really? It. Yeah, it's very mixed. I really? know a few people. Yeah, you hate it. Uh, friends. <laughs> name and shame. Name and shame. Just <laughs> the start naming like people name that all your friends. Are doing so yeah, film. no, but it, it's a mixed opinion film. But I love it. I think it's very Black Mirror esque. Mm. Yeah, but like it's very realistic. I feel like because have you seen? I've seen some TikToks where they compare <laughs> scenes of that to like real life. Uh, and it's like the similarity with like, yeah, with like people will come well. on to like Good Morning Britain, like the Stop Oil, Just Stop Oil people will come on and like Piers Morgan will be saying things that are just like dumb or stupid, but like it's your clothes <laughs> made from oil or whatever he says and then they're just like, well you're not listening to what I'm saying, it's not me that's the problem, it's the companies and it's exactly like yeah the, the parallels. Anyway, it's I feel like good. we're talking about something else <laughs> completely, this is not. Now we know what you base yours on. <laughs> um, no, 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 I did not base mine. So, do you want to... Let's let, let the synopsis off begin. Yeah. So, do you want to go first, Esther, or do you think Hersey should go first? Or do you want to fight for it? <laughs> I, I'm down to fight. I'm down to fight. We can have, like, an inaudible part. <laughs> it's just it's strapping. Like, <laughs> it's just like, ooh, ooh, good one. Just add some sound effects right now. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Oh, I get all creative. <laughs> so stupid. Um... Yeah, you go first. Cassie Cass. <sighs> Great. Okay. So, I have taken... I'm going to give it a little bit of a disclaimer. The Minions characters are live action. They're real. They're real people. They're not oh, it's cartoon. Like FNAF, but just can't... Oh, no, that's something else. No, no, yeah, it's completely different. They're not robots. Um, <laughs> but, like, they're in the real world. Mm-hmm. We've blended them together. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we're starting off with our main protagonist, Kate. Kate from Don't Look Up. She finds, obviously, she finds the comment, and she runs to tell her professor, Dr. Nefario, who's, you guys, you get it, you get it, he's from Despicable Me, anyway. So, but he, he might be evil, because he's got a bit of a weird voice, so yeah. he's, like, a bit unsure, everyone's kind of a bit unsure about him, but she runs to him, and she's, like, really stressed out, she's, like, she's venting to him, she's, like, oh my god, we're all gonna die, this comment's coming towards us, anyway, she's freaking out. Dr. Nefario tries to calm her down, he's, like, look, I know what can help us. And so they think about the situation more, but in Dr. Nefario's cool hippie dungeon. And they smoke it up, and then it occurs to them that there might be some cool alien shit on this comment, and they might make some mad profit from this comment. Right? 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 So they they start a GoFundMe (laughs) online. So that they they can't afford it. They can't afford it. Wait, these people are on a comment? No. 
No. No. They're they're in the lab. They're in Dr. Nefarious. Oh, I dungeon. see. They were okay. I'm rushing yeah, this a bit yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. So they're okay. in this dungeon. Okay. They're thinking about it. They're like, we need to we need to make money because they can't afford to like oh. build a rocket. Okay, you know, okay. in the minions, they can't yeah, afford okay. to build a rocket. They have so to go to the bank. GoFundMe. They have to go to the bank. So they start GoFundMe. And they're like, you know what? This comet is going to kill Earth. But if we go and get these materials and destroy the comet, then everyone that's happening oh, after. Oh, okay. But okay. obviously this causes mass panic because a GoFundMe has suddenly started claiming that a comet is going to like hit Earth and like kill everyone. So people are like rioting and like donating thousands of money because they believe it's real you know mm-hmm. and like then the governments get involved it's like a big thing anyway so the governments are involved obviously and they come down and they try to fix the issue so they, they have a meeting with Dr. Nefario and Kate but they're like no the government is bad because we're anti-government um, and then they walk away and they build the rocket with the GoFundMe why why was their first reaction to finding out about the comet to start a GoFundMe <laughs> because they because no Becca they got high <laughs> And then they realise that there could be some cool stuff on that rocket that they... Not the rocket. On the comment that they need. So they wanted to make sure that they got there first, basically. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they want this stuff so they can sell it and make, quote-unquote, mad profit. But they don't want the comet to hit Earth No, as because well. they're going to go up, they're harvest all the materials, and, and then, then they're, they're going to destroy the... it. Right. So they're going to, like, Sorry, save the world. I might not explain this properly. No, no, I get you. So they're going to save the world and... And get all the stuff. nick a load of... Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, they're going to build yeah. a rocket, go up to the comet that's coming towards Earth. <laughs> I'm not sure, really sure about the, how the physics are. This is, is the next part of literally the next part of my synopsis is a whole that they reason. land on the comment. Comment? I keep saying comment. It's comet. comet. I'm. Anyway, <laughs> they land on it. I'm not really sure about the physics of it all, but they land on it, and then they 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 go out to explore this you know beautiful new world. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> rock. Sure. It's rock. Right? Okay. But what do they find on the rock? Oh. They find the minions on the rock, and they're all standing there, and what, they're all just, just like because they were. So this backstory is right. If you really want the lore, <laughs> this rock is a part of a planet where the minions came from, uh-huh. and that chipped off because uh-huh. that world collided with another one, and this this bit of rock fell off with a bunch of minions on it that mm-hmm. lived on it. They survived because minions are like kind of indestructible. If you really think, I mean, about they it. they are. They are. Have you ever seen a minion die? I haven't. <laughs> How long did they live? They were with the dinosaurs. They're literally indestructible. Even the purple minions. I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. Minions are indestructible. So they were on this comet and that makes sense. Anyway, Dr. Nofario feels an immediate maternal calling towards these minions and promises to lead and guide them wherever they may go. I love this. He is, he's like, these are my children, right? Um, I think it's the glasses. Does yeah. Dr. Nofario have glasses? Wait, this is a little crazy scientist, Dr. Nofario. Yeah, he's small and got glasses, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Perfect. Anyway, they land back down to Earth, and the minions are sold for unfathomable amounts of money Ooh. to, like, an undisclosed buyer. Ooh. Wink, wink, Mr. What, Gru. What, like, the black market? No, it's Mr. Grew. I know uh, that in the backstory of the film, he's there, he's, he finds them. Anyway. He's, he buys them this time. He buys them this do, time. Do I've changed the minion law. How much does it cost? Unfathomable amounts of, unfathomable unfathomable amounts of money, amounts of money right. to an undisclosed buyer. And then Dr. Nefario is thrown in as a bonus to, like, sweeten the deal with the buyer because okay. he, like, he wants to follow them. Yeah. So he's like, I'll, I'll hop along. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kate, she lives off the money from the minions and the comet, like, supplies alien stuff. And she becomes one of the top 1% wealthiest, richest people in the world. Mm. Okay. The end. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
So that could just be a prequel to Despicable Me, then, really. Well, no, because no, because the Minions came a different way. Have you not seen the Minions movie? Is that a prequel? Have you seen the Minions I movie? I have seen it, but I didn't realise it was a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. It's how Minions fangrew. At the end, they fangrew. I'm just, like, excluding that from, like, my lore. This oh, is, like, a different backstory. But basically, what I wanted to do was... Because you know how in Don't Look Up, they're, like, the rich, like survive and they hate the rich yeah because yeah. they get all the money and they live and it's like one of them kate is the rich i think that Duality, i like I that know. i like that um does so they all live yeah they all live it's that's a happy good. ending that's a happy yeah that's good in in despicable me fashion yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, it's a Minions movie. What about the three kids? Do they ever? Are well, they in this so universe? the thing is, I did write into the script. Okay, okay. <laughs> I went through a bit of a like because I was Crisis. like, I was like, they find the Minions on the moon, but then I was like, I wanted Gru to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote in the Doctor Nefario goes goes to Kate. No, no, we'll go to Gru. Gru will know what to do. So they go to Gru. Gru and the kids have moved out. So this is like. This is in the future, uh-huh. after the Minions movie and everything. So the kids have all grown up, and he's now, like, a sad stay-at-home dad. Like, he's... I wrote in the script that Lucy died. I thought that was a bit much. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Then I backtracked, okay? I backtracked. <laughs> but then I was like... What? And then, like, because Gru now has, like, no kids, no wife, so he smokes weed, and he, like, that's how he feels his days. <laughs> so then they go to Gru, they smoke weed, blah, 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 blah. And then that's how Gru was going to be written in the script. Okay. I mean, I, I think that was great. I'd Thanks. watch that. But then I rewrote it because I wanted them to find the minions on the movie. And you can't... Minions on the comment. And I didn't want... You can't... Yeah. I'm not explaining myself very well. You can't... Gru can't be in the beginning because I want to find the minions. And yeah. Gru already yeah, have yeah, the minions. Yeah, yeah. So you. I had to... So you had to change the order of it, basically. Yeah, basically. And I think it worked well. Thank the GoFundMe you. is an interesting decision yeah. when you discover that a comment yeah. is... Uh, well, they were yeah. high. Like, what else were they going to do? <laughs> they were high. Yeah. Dogs in the fire was high. Yeah. That was that would really change the movie. He's just, he's, just, he's just spaced out the entire time. He's, like, on some other shit. That's why he's, like, getting those, like, things mixed up. He's like, oh, I thought you said fart guns. I said, I said <laughs> dog guns. He's like, like oh, him? shit, dude. Like, I totally didn't. Was it him that did that? Yes. I completely forgot about that. Like, I have not seen the Despicable Me movie. I have not seen the Despicable Me I knew the main She calls herself on that student. Oh, yeah, because all film students need to have watched Despicable Me. Esther, have you seen Despicable Me? Yeah. Have you seen all the movies? Yeah. See, I asked Esther for a list of, like, stuff you need to bring on set. I'm going to ask you for a list of all the films <laughs> I need to see to be a producer. Um, okay, should we move on to Esther? Yeah. Yep. Are you ready, Esther? I'm excited. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I feel like mine is not as detailed, uh, but I, I really love the backstory you've added to this and, like, who's you. died, Thank what you. website has been yeah, used. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely yeah, love yeah, that, yeah, though. Yeah, for me. Of course. It's important. So, mine starts the same way Don't Look Up starts, where, again, scientists, they find out this whole thing about yeah, the comet yeah, that's yeah, supposed yeah. to hit Earth, blah, blah, blah. They go on the news. Oh, my God, a terrible thing. But in the meantime... Despicable Me is happening, and Gru's just there, kind of like, ah, I feel like I need a new project, you know, I need, like, a side hustle, like, Mm -hmm. this is a little farm Mm -hmm. of the minions, like, we're making weapons, but, like, what's next? And then he finds out about the comet, but he doesn't see it as a kind of, oh my god, I could stop this. He's like, that sounds really cool. (laughs) I want it. Oh, nice. So he's actually encouraging this. He's like, yeah. It's like like the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, it yeah. becomes the moon in this, so <laughs> he is just there like, you know what, like, I could just, like, 
take it. Like when it's closer to us, mm-hmm. I could just like Catch grab it. it. It'll, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. mine. It'll be ours. Like we can just have fun with that. Nice. Um, he's still in the process of thinking. Like, would I shrink it? Would I just keep it as mm. is? Like it could Full probably size. work. Yeah, but then it might chip away. So uh, maybe to shrink it would be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's seeing all these like scientists go on the news and he at first thinks oh maybe i should sabotage them and make sure like you know people don't try to destroy it but then he realizes that basically that's what the news are already doing they're already trying to sabotage the scientists and go yeah you and your funny stories (laughs) guys no one's believing them exactly so he's like wow this is amazing they're playing into my My idea yeah Yeah, yeah, my plan uh the minions are in full support of this they are so they are waiting until it gets like closer and closer and then I think Gru starts realizing that actually this is a bit more serious than you <laughs> thought. Like maybe the scientists like do have a little bit going on for them, like maybe they are a bit right yeah. at least. So then he starts thinking about how to shrink it and everything and how to capture it. The minions are be like, yeah, about this idea. They'll just be like, I mean, maybe we could just like make it into little pieces so we all get a share yeah. like then yeah, at least yeah. like we could all have a bit of the comet yeah. it would be a bit fun like a souvenir yeah, yeah, yeah. it tie into the thing of like the maternal yeah pie. they just they yeah. need their home planet back exactly they just need these rocks <laughs> i really like that i really should they, they ask you the they, they ask you though like, this this is how we arrive yeah we need this comet and they persuaded grew to yeah, exactly this mother grew. worked out amazing <laughs> mother grew. <laughs> i feel I like that's what he's become I did originally write into the script that Gru was God and it was with his perspective. Anyway, I went through a bunch of ideas. Sorry, as to continue. This big me Christian edition. <laughs> no. no! Carry on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they start looking into shrinking it and probably like getting down and stuff. The scientists are doing their thing in the meantime, they're trying to get on the news, spread everything, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they basically, like, these two films, like, go hand in hand. So they're basically happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And I think, even though I quite like the ending of Don't Look Up, I feel like it would work better with the Do- Despicable Me <laughs> ending. ending. <laughs> Straight so the comet. <laughs> they're, like, all looking at the sky and how this comet is about to go down. And then it just kind of goes, Ploop! and then Gru and and has it. No, I like because I like then, that. Oh, it's like the opposite, and it's That's so nice imagery sh- of like, yeah. mass panic. Oh my god, we're all gonna die! And just then Gru shrinks. Yeah, it. and it would be like enough time that people would be like, "Oh my god, the scientists were right. Maybe we should actually listen to people that know <laughs> yeah. what they're talking about." Yeah. Um, so Gru succeeds. Yeah, and Amazing. everybody succeeds in this. Well, wow, everyone lives. Really <laughs> this is yeah. But there's no grief on me. No, no, I know, but everyone lived. Yeah. It's a very happy. <laughs> Sorry, my laptop is running oh, low. No. My questions are on here. Yeah, we've got lots of questions. Oh, we have um, six questions. But firstly, um, that was great. Yeah, I love how yeah. they coincided. That was. Great. I mean, it, especially I think... if you were improvising half of that, that was a very well put <laughs> yeah. together story. Yeah. I don't. Think... I think the two films like coincide very easily though. Yeah. Like, the whole yeah. Moon. Yeah. What what's the themes that coincide with them though? Space, space. In stealing the moon. Greed. Greed, mm. just politics, grew, you know. Grew. Mother Gru. Leader. <laughs> Mother, Mother Gru. Um, that sounds so stupid. We need for our like our little thing for this, we need Gru with like um like a, a wig. Little, yeah. <laughs> Mother if we can find one on camera <laughs> I don't think like... that's gonna be on the no, probably not used. probably not um we're gonna move on to the second segment 
Mm-hmm. Um, me and Kirsty have both got a few questions. Where we oh. chat. We just chat. And we just chat. chat it's chat. very... Um, so, like I said earlier, she's into producing. So, do you... But want... you're in third year, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Third year, best in second year. Um, Wait, how old are you? I'm <coughs> 19. How old are you? <laughs> 22. <gasps> no wow. way. That's crazy. It's so old. <laughs> so do you actually want to like give a bit of a backstory so Kirsten knows as well of how you came here and stuff? Okay, yeah. Uh, so I lived in Slovakia for the first 19 years of my life, which is a little country in Eastern Europe. Um, and yeah, and then I decided to move here. Uh, I moved here during COVID. So it was like... <gasps> Peak COVID, yeah. like barely any flights and stuff. But I had like my whole life planned. I knew exactly <laughs> what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be, at what time. Nice. So I was like, I already enrolled in college and everything. Like I have to go. I can't just not do anything for you because I just didn't know what to fill it with. And yeah. especially with COVID, it was like, yeah. well, what is there to do? You can't travel or anything. Do anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went to college and it was fully online. It was literally just one really? physical was your class. Whole class online. That's yeah. insane. So it was like I think And you were doing film as well, weren't you? Yeah. That's so different. That's group work is it's it, it, it's there was a, work. There wasn't Oh was there not was no. it all solo stuff? Yeah. Jesus. So, so that's a lot. What was the course you were doing at college? Oh, I can't remember. I think they changed the name. It was like something to do with was it a production course or was it more of a it was just general yeah, just like film film. Okay. Or something. yeah. and did they have to cut like the practical parts out then yeah oh my god that's so sad because i know previous years and years after that were really good because like they had the whole yeah. camera yeah. equipment that's what my college course yeah. was like so it's really and did, did did you move here to do film or was yes. it just yes yeah. okay, it's crazy cool. that that didn't like like dampen your spirits like if I wanted to do film yeah. and I got to my college course like travelled across the world for it mm. I'd just be told like I couldn't do, yeah. do any like any practical so stuff happen, I would like cry did it happen before or after you moved? it during it ha- right? yeah so so you just moved anyway it started in like March yeah and then I think I moved in August. Right, okay, wow. Wow, that's like peak. Yeah, so it was it was quite bad. And I thought then the Christmas I'd be able to come back to my family in Slovakia, okay. but I couldn't because oh, everything was see. locked down. Oh my God. Like, ah. oh, that's no, awful. Yeah. And like the first Christmas <laughs> I we moved out. It's horrible, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that Christmas. That Was a, was that the Christmas where Boris was like, um, oh yeah, you can have like one oh, of the bubble. Oh, yeah, we had a mass yeah. yes. party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Actually, yeah. I think you told me about that Christmas. We and everyone. Can and really, we, I can't include this actually. I can't. I can't say that. It's okay. It's like it. it's like party gate, but for like me. <laughs> My girl like, can't get arrested or something. <laughs> anyway, that long happened. story. Um, right. So you. That's crazy to have like had a Christmas like by yourself. Yeah, I couldn't do that now. Yeah, it was it was not fun. Like it was like not out of choice. Like, I feel like if it was my choice not to go back for Christmas, it would have been fine. But it's just like, I couldn't. You wanted, yeah, yeah. Like, you wanted, wanted to, to yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually really upsetting. But I think I was quite good with college during COVID because I moved to Scotland and I was, like, freaking out that I wouldn't understand anybody with their Scottish accents. Like, it was a real Same. fear of mine. It was <laughs> yeah. so bad. And you watch those, like, videos on YouTube that are, like, Scottish people speaking. Oh, and it's, like, the most, like, Highland person. That's, like, like yeah. They, it's so hot. You can't say. You can't like, say. Oh, it's like our old flatmate. When I first moved into the flat the first day and the first person I met, 
I did not understand like anything he yeah. said and neither did my dad because he was there as well and the first thing that my dad said when we walked into the room was like did you get that I was like no that's <laughs> funny I didn't think like because I don't have a Scottish accent and I've lived here like my whole life but uh-huh. like I can understand it pretty well mm-hmm. I think and I don't think that there is like I can't yeah like I just like listen to it I think it would be like you're probably used to decent it, like, but like yeah. I don't have it which is which yeah is crazy. yeah no, I, I, I think I'd notice it. Do you notice it less now, Esther? Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely... I think like, it kind of fades out. Yeah. A lot of Scottish is just... It's like mumble. English and you Scottish pick out words have blended for me now. I, I can't really, like... Unless yeah. I'm paying close attention, I don't notice. Yeah. But, um... So, then you went to Napier. Yes. Um, so... How, so, how did you get... When did you, like, decide you wanted to do producing and, like, that side of things? Um... So it took me a while. I first went to uni thinking I'm going to be a director. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, this is the job for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know I don't want to be dealing with, like, kit and stuff. Like, that's just yeah. not my forte. Editing, like, I'll do it if I have to. But, like, you want to... Uh, pro- yeah, direction. Not what you want yeah, so yeah. I was like, directions, perfect. <laughs> Producers with the paperwork <laughs> and scheduling and organising. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Never. Um... But I would still be kind of constantly doing stuff like, you know, making myself spreadsheets and, like, writing everything down. And it was very organised. And I'm not saying, like, all directors kind of be organised or whatever, but it was very much kind of, like, it's blending into yeah, that territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like it was less creative than it should have been, my directing. Like, it felt more kind of, like, yeah, so there are reflections here, so we have to shoot in this direction. It wasn't... It was more methodical than yeah, creative. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the f- the entirety of first year, I was, like, focusing on directing. I was like, I don't even want to do other roles. Like, I'll do them if I'm asked, but, like... I don't want to do <laughs> uh, and then I think it was, like, the summer between first year and second year, and I got asked to co-produce a film. And I was like, uh, I mean... I've never done this before, but, like, if it's co-producing, it's fine because you're doing it with somebody else. Um, Yeah, and then I went for that, and I enjoyed it quite a lot. Like, it was, like, slightly stressful, but in a kind of, like, fun way. Um, And I just ended up, like, really enjoying it and being, like, I feel like I'm actually, like, fairly good at this. Like, this is something I'd want to do again. So then when I got into second year, I was like, I'm just doing producing. (laughs) Absolutely never directing ever again. (laughs) I am a producer now. Just flip the switch. Did yeah. you direct some projects in first year then? Yes. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. There was one that was really fun that I did, and that was basically where there was, like, God's voice and everything. The lights oh. goes really bright and everything as God Ooh. approaches. Um, yeah, so all my projects have been slightly ambitious. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, and then when I got into second year, and the first projects I produced was a musical Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, which we were we were shown that in our yeah we were shown really it. for film genre they showed us a few films at the start and nice. um that was one of them and it was really good. Thank you. And also just the fact was that your first thing you produced. Yeah, alone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because you could produce the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So that is. I mean, crazy. I think I definitely get where you're coming from with like the you thought producing was just like meh. paperwork mm-hmm. and then actually I think there's a sense of control over projects like knowing that things is get are getting done and Mm -hmm. like obviously i think with you saying like directors obviously do like they are able to do that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but i think it's at the forefront of producing so i think like that kind of thing it's still 
I think it's a good combination between because you mm. still have a lot of creative stuff to think about, like the yeah. lighting stuff that you were saying. Like you still you're thinking logistically about the creative things, yeah. which is quite good. But I did. I I thought that you were like you came here wanting to produce, so that's quite interesting that like yeah. first year is really like you explore a lot of stuff and like. Well, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't. I didn't. I think I was. Between... You were more editing. I feel like now you've I gone think, off. I think yeah, editing. because basically I went. Um, I worked on production. Um, with what someone in your year in first semester, just as a production assistant, and I saw what the producer was doing, and I was like, that actually might be something I want to do because mm. I'd done some of that stuff in college. I don't know. I guess it's. I don't know. I would like to edit more though. Mm. Have did you ever edit anything in first year? I don't think so, no. No? I did sound for one of the documentaries. Did you? Oh, um, my God. Yeah, so I was just fully clueless on how to do things. I don't know how it got recorded. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. You just had the boom pole. Yeah. <laughs> um, what that reminded me of, the story you had about uh, the first semester and helping yeah. out in other productions, uh, I helped out on a grad film in first year. Mm-hmm. And it was a very stressful shoot, you know, kind of lots of logistics and, you know, scheduling and budgeting and everything and I was talking to the producer and she ended up looking at me and going don't go into producing <laughs> don't do it <laughs> and you went the complete opposite way yeah and then a few months later and I'm like I'm a producer now <laughs> you decided that stress was something I mean actually yeah. that ties in really well with another I was gonna question say that's, I that's one of the questions I have was um, have people um, put you off of becoming a producer or like what's the usual reaction when you say because it's it's um directing is romanticized yeah. Yeah. yeah and producing is not and yeah. which so I feel like that's an impression people often get. Did you have you experienced yeah. yourself yet? I think it usually comes from two directions. Either it's people who have experience working with like good producers mm-hmm. that they go, oh my god, you you're wanting to produce like you do know how <laughs> much there is. is like yeah. you do realize all the paperwork you have to do and like how on top of it you have to be and everything. Or it's just from the kind of direction of, like, especially when, like, talking to my family, for example, they have no idea what, like, producers actually do. So it's yeah. me kind of explaining, oh, it's this and that. And they're like, oh, th- that's not creative. So it's like, like, schedule <laughs> stuff <laughs> and, like... Yeah, and you find this fun, you know? Yeah, you like, enjoy this? You sure? This is your passion? Yeah, I think that's quite <laughs> funny because it's, like... You got that from my dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my my to be fair, that's, because I think that's the first time that I'd actually started saying, actually, I want to produce. Yeah, and, and, and I was you like, were, like... He was, like, what do you want to do with him? He's, like, oh, I want to produce. And he was, like, what even is that? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, like, in, like, wow. the way that he says things, he needs to have a bit of a dick. I can't include <laughs> this. <laughs> I cannot include this. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> he like, listens to the podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. I really <laughs> hope that there's, like, Dad, a I want to intervention that was a bit of a rude comment when you said that to Becca but I understand that you were just trying to be funny moving on swiftly um this is kind of none of my questions really relate but um with like producing how do you how do you find a good way of keeping track of all the things you have to do because obviously in the process there's so many different things to do at once do you have a way of doing that what is it what is um it depends, like, how much time we have and, mm-hmm. like, who I'm working with and, like, if I need to kind of send reminders for things. Um, 
I got a very good, like, master list of things to do from one of my lecturers. Okay. So she mm-hmm. kind of sent me, like, a, this is kind of everything you'll need to do. Uh, and it was a bit more kind of professional than the level we used to. So it was yeah. like, you know, oh, get ready for, like, distribution and stuff. I'm like, no. No, oh, don't, wow. don't, <laughs> don't speak about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, off the film. Yeah. Okay. So well, last year I was producing a grad film. Yeah. And I just kind of turned to her and went, what am I forgetting? <laughs> yeah, what well, do I need to do? Grad films a lot. Like, a yeah. Lot, like, and you're actually dealing with a proper budget. Like, for my films, I usually kind of get, like, everybody send me £20. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah. Thing. Um, which is fine. But it's also, like, when you're dealing with something like two and a half thousand or something, you're just like, <laughs> so, okay. Question. <laughs> when you're doing that, um, like, spending £2,000 on, like, a film, like, are you spending that? It's kind of a combination so, like, of the head of like... departments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, with a grad film budget, you can, like, use that money as well to, like, cover people's travel. Yeah. So anybody that's getting assessed on it, you probably wouldn't cover their okay. travel because it's part of their grade and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, if anybody's just, I don't know, using Parking the bus. Parking public transport, yeah. 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 And then, like, food and stuff like that. Or just, like, buying camera departments. Hey, this is all done beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. hopefully it's done beforehand. It is, it's it is crazy how much money is dealt with. That's a lot of... Like, it, how, yeah. How yeah. much yeah. does that... Like, I, but then, I can't in, get over in terms it, like, of In terms of a film, that's nothing. I know. I, like, like, I do get that. But, like, it's, like... How many people were on that grad film? Like, how many how, people were on the grad film? How many? Uh... More or less twenty people involved. Okay. Well, that's a lot more of like you divide those by twenty. I feel like that might. Be well, it's it's yeah. more spent on like locations and and just like yeah. the catering. How did you do catering for that? Uh, <laughs> so um, at first I was like, I'll I'll just like get catering. Like I'll get like I'll pay some company <laughs> some money, and I set aside quite a nice like some money for that. And I was like showing the lecture, being like. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Yeah. I'm so smart with this. And she just told me, nah, nah, you cannot afford that. Like, right, not with that okay. budget. Um, so we ended up just kind of buying food on the day and, like, heating it up for people yeah. and stuff like that. Yes. Or my PA would go home because he lived really close and would cook. And it was really nice. Uh, but I think it really stressed him out because I was constantly going, yeah, you'll have to go off set and start cooking now. Mm. I'm so sorry. Um, well, but I've learned since. Yeah. <laughs> I you should have seen the kitchen the other day. This was this was this was Esther's. Yeah, 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 that's what I was doing. Very stressful. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, no, I enjoyed it, but I was like in the kitchen. She was only cooking noodles and vegetables, and she was losing her shit. No, I (laughs) wasn't there. I had three pounds on the go at once. Oh wow, this is crazy, Becca. Three pounds, and I forgot the carrots. You I know, forgot the carrots. She's got she left the fish went out in a box. She cut them up, she prepped no. them and literally like, in the fridge. She left them oh. on in a box on the side and she just forgot them. I'll have to message um who who it was that wanted them yeah. and I'll just I'll just go give it to her. These were years. Yeah. <laughs> so think, sorry. Yeah, sorry it's late. Um <coughs> I, I think it's I mean it's fun. As I've said to you, I would love to care again because I think it was actually quite fun. I have a question. Go on. Do you think it takes a certain type of person to produce? Because I think that it does. From my perception of people, I think that not everyone could do it. Like, like, you know how it's like... I'm going <laughs> to use a metaphor here. I might get it wrong. The metaphor is um, all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs. Yeah, I feel like that would, for me at least, apply to most roles where like 
I could do camera, for example, if I wanted to, but would I do that well or, like, to a kind of level that would be expected of me? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I don't know, my camera classmates could probably produce, but, but would they know, like, what to do exactly or would they need, again, help? Yeah. And, yeah, I think I get what you mean yeah. with okay. that. Okay. <laughs> so it applies across... I mean, yeah, completely. It applies across roles because, like... I guess the thing is, we don't really get, I, th- I think with directing especially, and we talked about this in the last episode, we don't really get a clear idea of what a director really does until, mm. like, it, it, I think it. I mean, we still haven't really had a lecture on that properly, so I think directing is a bit of a different kettle of fish, because it's like, could a director produce probably, I think the thing with producing, like, what would you say is, like, the thing that people would not know about? Would you say it's the paperwork, or... Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I think in terms of knowing about, mm-hmm. I think it's quite easy to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I think mostly for me, from what I've seen, it's communication. Mm-hmm. And not only just, like, obviously communicating with people and kind of informing them of what's happening, but also knowing when not to share something. Because I feel like a lot of producers will panic and go, anyway, we're having trouble with this and this and this. It's like, yeah. don't say yeah, that. Don't Fix it and then leave it. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. I've never... I've, <laughs> I think because I've been working in such small groups, it's not as important. But yeah, mm. if you've got like a whole like group of 20 people and there's yeah. something going wrong and you let like the wrong people know about it, I guess that yeah. makes sense. Or like showing actors, like yeah. if something's not going right and you're looking at the monitor going, oh, that looks, I don't know overexposed or too mm-hmm. dark or something and you don't go hey actors come have a look yeah. <laughs> you cannot see your face yeah. in this at all yeah no that yeah. makes sense i think yeah and i think the so probably your question applies to any role then basically mm, yeah. yeah yeah i was thinking because i think it takes like a certain type of person isn't mm-hmm. like organization i feel like a highly organized person needs to be a producer and like scheduled and like it's very We've we've talked about it. What what do we say? It's like you're. It's probably gonna get cut. But like um, <laughs> when you said like, I remember you talking about like how you wanted to do film. And yeah. You said that you wanted to do like the practical side of film. Yeah. Rather than like the creative side of film, and within the practical side of like film, like the logistics. It's a lot side. more. It's a lot more yeah, like yeah, practical yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. and like yeah. a lot more structured. Well, like yeah. when you were saying when you were directing, you were thinking about it in mm. like a practical structured yeah. way which I think is the thinking that you need to be producer if that makes sense that's the point I was getting at yeah yeah I completely get where, where you're coming like, from like you need to be more well I think for me what I found is a lot of people naturally go onto the film course wanting to do something very creative so when it comes to producing even though it is creative it's not as creative mm. as the other role so I, that's why I don't think usually I, I mean maybe in your group it's slightly different but like I think usually a lot of people would stare away from that role mm. um, and I completely get why because even at times I found myself especially on the projects I've just been on yeah sometimes I'm like oh I kind of would do something more creative like want I would want it. more creative control and I think mm. that's where like DP and directing is like important but then I also remember that I'm in that location at that time with the mm. actors and it's like, well, you cannot do both. Yeah. Someone has just told me they're like directing, producing and writing their film and I'm like, that's insane. So I mean, like, I don't think I can. So many <laughs> you allowed to do that many? Yeah, technically, I think, yeah. But, um, 
Okay, I'm gonna actually ask a question because I. <laughs> oh my god! No, wait, we're getting um, back on track. Because actually, a lot of the questions that I have have kind of already been answered. Um, <coughs> uh, this is one that hasn't. Um, has your experience of like watching films changed since you studied like film and film production? Uh, I think so. I think when I start to enjoy a film less, like when I don't know, I feel like it's becoming a bit boring or something i start looking at it in technical technical kind of ways and like mm-hmm. breaking it down it's like oh interesting shots oh they moved yeah. the camera yeah. wow lighting i can you see did, what you, you did, did so yeah. Boring that you're like, <laughs> yeah i'm just feel like oh and this would have been an absolute pain to risk successfully yeah. Yeah. Very that's, interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a that's really weird. horrible thing to start thinking once oh it's about. so bad and you look at the location you're like mm, next to swimming pool oh god no <laughs> Risks, <laughs> all the risks. And we're gonna go watch a film tonight, so we're gonna have to start. Yeah. The we're risks. seeing this is gonna get off track. Again. <laughs> just doesn't matter what. Film have you we're heard seeing. about the new Nick Cage film? Nicholas no. Cage film. Nick Cage. Nick you know why it is? It's because of a different Nick that. No, Nick Cage is. A parody actor. No, so you know the you didn't watch the movie because you don't watch movies. The unbearable weight of massive talent. I love that film. Love it. They were one of my favorite films. Yes, and Nick Cage is the actor in it. Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage plays. Yeah, I remember the first twenty minutes. Yeah, I know you do because I put it on for you, and then you fell asleep. Um, Do you have favorite film? Is oh, (laughs) I mean, do you have a favorite film? No, this this is a fabulous round. Things to talk this about. is a fabulous round where I just start like firing <laughs> questions away. Um, I think my favorite film would be Matilda. <gasps> the musical. And wait, the original. No, 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 original. Oh. The original one. Yeah. Becca loves the musical. I actually watched that film way too many times, but I do get. I one. have seen the musical, though. Don't worry. <laughs> Halfway through the musical, it felt weird because the guy from Boiling Point and Snatch is in it. What's his name? Oh yeah, yeah. What's his name? I don't remember. But that that plays Matilda's dad. I could only yeah. see. I, he looks familiar. Why is that your favorite film? Uh, <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> I think I've just like always liked it, and it's one of those things that I can like rewatch. It's very nostalgic mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it feels very like golden and like. Mm. I love that film. I yeah, do love yeah. that film. You're, and it just feels like every time I rewatch it, I notice it's like something else. Like because obviously I've watched it throughout the years, so like. I'll be more mature each time I watch it and you can like see like like the relationship Miss Honey has to her yeah. stepmom and everything. It's like Yeah. Love it. I do yeah. I, I You look at things differently. Oh personally I prefer the musical, but that's just because I'm weak <laughs> and I literally went and watched that film on my own and cried. <laughs> and I Is was there an emotional part of that film? I haven't mm-hmm. seen it all the way through. What? That the musical is there an emotional part? What when's the emotional part? Matilda's emotional as a story, do you not think? Just like I don't the, think the musical's emotional. No, it, you know what? It, it was the they overwhelming kind of, feeling of just children being inspired, and I think oh, I've had a difficult. She's sweet, isn't yeah. she? <laughs> no, no, it's it's awesome. like, it gets dark. <laughs> no, I feel like it's just like I, I, I think this relates. Oh God, this goes really back into like another thing we talked about. I'm so but I think when I was um, wanting to go into film and stuff, I constantly had doubts and stuff about, mm, like, same. just, yeah, because you're, like, constantly discouraged from it by multiple people. And I think I'd, like, start, this was halfway through last year where I was, hot and like, a bit into the course. And I was, I, it wasn't, it was going fine. It wasn't really to do that. But it was just 
seeing all those kids inspired to do what they wanted to do and at the end there's this big thing of them all really happy and it just made me really emotional because I was like oh yeah these kids should be happy and like excited to do what they want to do can Um, I talk about my favorite film from it yeah of course we (laughs) actually haven't oh okay I mean well I'm we all talked about you guys talked about your favorite film. I, well, you didn't, right? Okay. We we all, just I just, I just said the name of my favorite film that I watched. Anyway, what is your snatch? No, other one. Other one. Oh, I'm gonna wait for you. No, so oh, it's seven, just seven. No, it's not seven. It's not seven. I go back to. Oh God, Kirsten, okay. you've already you told me it's snatch. Me oh, Fantastic Mr. Thank Fox. You. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, nice. Nice. Do you like that one? Good one, good Thank choice. You. Why is it your favorite film? <laughs> it's my favorite film. She was waiting for that. It's my favorite film, guys. It's my favorite film. I love George Clooney. Um, is that it? That's it. <laughs> that's it. All of us work. Just cut All the whole podcast. Work. Love George Clooney. Um, anything it's, else? It's a beautiful film. And it, the... it's just I watched it when I was younger and I loved it, and then I watched it when I was older, and then I'm still watching it now and I'm still learning things about the film and learning so and making relations so, yeah. and just like looking back on it, and it's just it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful film. I like that film. Thank you. I mean, it's hard not to. It's a great film. It's a wonderful I think also just like... I love the dialogue. Wes yeah, Anderson's yeah. dialogue is my favourite. I got her the, um, like the, the screenplay. Script. Script. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... I haven't read it. But I've yeah. read it. Have you well, read Have you read the whole thing? No. I've been busy. <laughs> haven't we all? I've been busy. Um, <laughs> you heard film? You heard film? Uh, Francis Hall. Yeah, love that. Man. Yeah, I but I. Mean, so we little film student film. Yeah. for everyone. Great. Well, I right. don't think get them. Not a lot of people have seen it. No, Greg it's, Galloway. And then. And neither was wrong. Yeah, Greta Thunberg when she it. became a director. No, um, it's she didn't direct it though. She's just in she's it. in it. I know. I think I've said this every time we brought. I mentioned her because she's in it, not because she directed it. Have you seen Francis R? Do you like it? I love it. Yeah. We studied it when I was in college, and I literally, like, I just... I did a scene recreation of it where I play Francis. Yeah. Ooh, nice. my My acting. You can check out that on Becca's YouTube channel. What was your scene recreation again? Eternal Sunshine? No, no. Mm. It was uh, the original Suspiria. Oh. oh yeah, so really? It oh, was crazy. quite stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Were you directing that? Uh, yeah, I believe oh so. Wow. I mean, to be fair, at that point, we hadn't really split into roles, but, like, yeah. Were you producing yeah. that one? The no. Francis Howe one? What were you doing for that one? Directing? I was editing. I did oh. A bit of, dabbled in producing. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, we didn't really have specific roles in that. It was kind of just a thing of we told you to tap dance and then... I tap dance. And then we made a film, you know? Yeah, go to Becca's YouTube to see me tap dancing. <laughs> or don't. Um, yeah, so we'll wrap it up here. I realised on all the other episodes we don't actually, like, talk about... We do have social media and we are... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah we're on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would find this podcast if we're not, if they hadn't seen it. Yeah, true, I feel like everyone knows it from still, our Instagram. We Good have practice. we have an Instagram, but it's better Instagram. Um, yeah, just the name of the podcast. Just, just the name of the podcast. We don't have Twitter because we're not losers. <laughs> That's why. And we're never gonna get Twitter. No, because Twitter are gonna ban us from the app now. Are they? Oh, well, we did call. Them. Yeah, okay. Sorry, we did call them losers. Um, but yeah. Um, Isn't it crazy that Elon Elon Musk owns Twitter now? When 
What? He owns Twitter. Elon Musk owns Twitter. Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. that, like, the rich... Well, that's that's rich. a thought for you all to leave yeah. with. Um, Take that away with you. In <laughs> the comments. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? Let's start a discussion. Yeah. Um, Let us know your opinion. Tweet us. <laughs> thank you so much, Asta, for coming on. Yes. And, um, yeah, it was great to have yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Okay, I've so we like to do a little awkward bye at the end of the... No. If you want to join us. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> tune into this episode we appreciate the consistent listens um <laughs> okay no one listens you that. cringe to that back up my brother listens <laughs> weekly my brother listens weekly Just directly shout out liam <laughs> he's gonna get crazy all our patrons he's, liam. he's not made it this far he's clicked on the podcast and he's telling me it was oh, shit okay. and then we're gonna say bye yeah we're gonna do all our right, yeah. goodbye as we do goodbye. all right bye. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said bye with Yeah, I'm good. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, okay. Bye. Bye.